the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is pre-recorded. This is Simply for Women, a place for that mom who knows the chaos of life, the daughter who faces the challenges of the day, and for those women who want to deepen their faith. God invites us to take Him off our to-do list and to simply be, to simply be with Him. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. Hey, what a great day we have. It's a wonderful time to spend time with you, to spend time in the presence of the Lord, to spend time together. Just read His Word, talk about it, enjoy it, enjoy our time. I wish we had a cup of coffee in between us, but in the meantime, we'll just sit and talk. Maybe you're on your exercise bike or you're making dinner. Maybe you're at the office and you have your headphones in. But I am glad to spend this time together and just spend time with the Lord. We were talking about scripture on the previous episode, and I didn't get to finish all that I wanted to read to you from Isaiah. God had spoken to me at the coffee pot one morning. Uh, have you ever been too tired to read your Bible? I said, Lord, I don't know. You've got to help me here. And he said, Isaiah 41 to 43. And I know it was from the Lord because when I got upstairs and opened up my Bible, those are three of my favorite passages. There's so many different encouragements in there, and I want to encourage you with some of them. It says in Isaiah 43, this is what the Lord says. He who created you, O Jacob, who formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name, and you are mine. And this this next verse, it gets really good. This may be you. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. When you pass through the rivers, I will be with you. They will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze, for I am the Lord, your God. Isn't that beautiful? I just love that verse. I think the challenge is take take your Bible and make it personal to you. I can, I can read through these passages and I see where I've prayed through them for different uh, people, for different family members, different verses that... Ones have given to me, friends have given me verses. Do you ever do that? It's one of the greatest gifts that you can give to a friend is to give them a verse. If you'll give them a verse, it's it's as important as a card or flowers. You can text them a verse. You can pray a verse over them. But the word of God, it is such a powerful thing, isn't it? Oh, so one more quick story just from Isaiah 43. It was Easter. And I just remember... You know, for a pastor's family, such a busy time, a beautiful time on, on one of our favorite holidays. But w- it was on Good Friday and our wonderful dog. We had a dog named Betsy Ross. We'd gotten her on Fourth of July. And so every birthday I'd get her a flag bandana to wear. <laughs> she was the cutest dog. And that's a whole nother story. I have so many dog stories. But Betsy, the boxer, Betsy Ross was our friend. Our, You know, if you look back on your lives, that was our one family dog that the boys remember the big brown eyes and anyway we knew on good friday we were going to have to put her to sleep she had 
uh, popped out her hips and it had to do with a, a, a tumor. They don't, boxers don't live that long, you know, it's kind of a sad thing. But anyway, we didn't want to tell the boys it was Easter. So we knew on Monday after Easter, we were going to have to put her to sleep. And we did. And we're having this little family funeral at the circle drive out in front of our our home in Hilliard and uh, we lived kind of out in the country out in the woods and so we were burying our dog and everybody's crying and God put Isaiah 43 into my heart and I was like really it's so funny to me that when you study and read and love your Bible you'll be in a moment like that and he'll plop it in your heart he'll bring it back to your remembrance and so here was the little verse that he gave me that day it says forget the former things do not dwell on the past see I'm doing a new thing now it springs up do you not perceive it and I remember crying and go no I don't I don't perceive it on my I loved my dog um Do you not perceive it? And then he says, I'm making a way in the desert and streams in the wasteland. Even the animals honor me. I was like, whoa, I had to run in the house after the little doggy funeral and say, really, Lord, that does talk about the animals honoring you. And it does. And it talks about the jackal and the owl. And so I wrote in my Bible there, Betsy Ross. And I always, whenever I look that up, I always remember that that was was the day that we had the little funeral for Betsy Ross. I guess my point in all this, you're like, Jennifer, what are you you doing? You're talking about Easter and dogs and funerals and Isaiah 43. How does that all fit together? It fits like this. God is personal. His word is up to date. It's relevant. It's real. It's it's intricately involved in your everyday life. And so when you give him space in scripture, space in time, he will bring it to your remembrance when you need it the most. And it will be a comfort and a joy to you. Well, I want you to hear a clip. I, I'm talking about joy from scripture and joy and salvation. On this clip, I was speaking at the church next door on the west side of Columbus. So why don't you take a listen? So that's where it starts. It's joy is from scripture. You have to get it there. That's the beginning place. It says in Habakkuk 3.18, I will be joyful in the God of my salvation. I had a friend and she would meet me on my front porch every day. Not every day, every week. And we would study the word of God together. The problem was she had anorexia. The other problem was she was disengaged from her father and they had a broken relationship so this took week after week but she knew the lord but we had to go on a treasure hunt we had to dig and she began to heal and i said to her one day why don't we pray for your father's salvation and she said jennifer you have no idea that's impossible that's so far gone but we did we started to pray for his salvation week in week out And I'll tell you the day they had everything this world has to offer that family, but she wouldn't even eat food. But they had everything the world had to offer. But one day her father accepted Christ after many weeks of prayer and he began coming to church and he he not only came to church, the joy level in their home was unbelievable. He he's a servant of the Lord. He was so generous. He became a leader in our church. It was incredible. And their entire family was restored. There was so much joy in salvation. You know, it says in First Peter 
that we have this inexpressible joy, that we've not seen the Lord, have we? The disciples saw the Lord. We haven't seen him, but we know him. And we are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy. And that's what happened to that family. And that's what's going to happen in your life when you accept Christ. And so right here at the get-go, before the sermon even gets started, I want to challenge you. If you've never received Christ, that's the source of your joy. It's simple. There is joy in your salvation. We've made it really hard, haven't we? Sometimes we've overcomplicated our faith. It's as simple as ABC. You just admit, God, I admit, I need your help. You know, people say, is church a crutch? Yes. (laughs) I need help. I don't even go to the grocery store without praying anymore. And that is the truth. That may sound ridiculous to you, but I need the Lord. I need his help. So you admit it. You say, God, I need your help. I can't do this life without you. I can't do my marriage without you, my kids without you. I need your help. And then you say, God, I believe. I haven't seen you, but I know. And I believe, God, that you sent your son Jesus to die on a cross for my sins, to forgive me all this unworthiness, Lord, that you would forgive me and that you would make for me a home in heaven. You know, he he has a home in heaven for you. And so you just confess all this out of your mouth and you believe it in your heart and you are saved. And the Bible says that even the angels in heaven rejoice when that happens. You know, even the angels, when one sinner says, Lord, I need you, the angels are celebrating. And they're celebrating over you today. Because there's someone here today that's going to say, God, I need that salvation. I need that in my heart. That is where my joy is going to come from. I love that. It's a heavenly joy. It is a heavenly joy, and we do need that in our lives, don't we? You know, I love that verse in Luke fifteen ten. It says, in the same way, there is joy in the presence of God's angels when even one sinner repents. I love that joy. I love the heavenly joy. Their angels are real. You know, I have a friend. Her name is Kelly. And when we are together, she'll go through a drive through or if we're in a store, anywhere she is, she'll say to Total strangers, people she's never even met. She'll say, have you heard the good news? And they'll say, no, what? And she'll say, I just want to tell you the gospel that Jesus loves you, that God, he came, he sent his son Jesus to die for you, and he loves you. And that is the best news that you're going to hear all day. And it's just so much fun because when I'm with her everywhere she goes, she shares the good news, the hope, that joy and salvation. I love, I love that verse that we read in First Peter, but I want to give you a little bit of the context to it. And it, it's it's hope. It's praising God for a living hope. And it says, praise be to God, our father and Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy, he's given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that can never perish, spoil or fade, kept in heaven for you who through faith are shielded by God's power until the coming of the salvation that's ready to be revealed at the last time. Bear with me. Let's keep going. It says, in this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while you may have had to suffer grief in all kinds of trials. But these have come so that your faith of greater worth than gold, which perishes even though refined by fire, may be proved genuine and may result in praise, glory, and honor when Jesus is revealed. See, even though, and he goes on to say, even though you haven't seen him, you know him. 
Even though you haven't seen him, you are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy. For you are receiving the goal of your faith, the salvation of your soul. The salvation of your soul. I don't know if you've ever welcomed Jesus into your heart. If you've ever said, God, I want you to be the leader of my life. I want you to be the boss of me. I want you to be the Lord of my life. I challenge you to do that today. Just admit, God, I need your help. I want you in my heart. I want you in my life. I want to put you as number one. Would you forgive all my sins? Cleanse my body. Cleanse my mind. Cleanse my heart of all the things that would offend you. And Lord, I pray that you would just come in, come in like a flood. I need your help. I need your love. And I want to follow you. I want to always follow you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You know, any prayer like that, when it comes from the heart of putting God first, of welcoming Jesus into your life, you know, he died. He died on a cross for you. And even though you haven't seen him, you know him and you are filled with inexpressible joy. That's faith. That is totally faith. Well, I'm Jennifer Jackson, and you are listening to Simply for Women. It's been a wonderful time together, but I don't want you to go away because I have a special testimony, a woman whose life was forever changed that I don't want you to miss. So stay with us. And in the meantime, go to jennifer-jackson.org. You can download the healing prayer. I have a healing prayer on there for you. It's called Showers of Power. You are listening to Simply for Women. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.